the Elite Life Podcast. With your hosts, Trisha and Kylie. Here, we guide you on a journey of personal and professional transformation. Revealing the secrets to success. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we unlock the doors to the elite world of growth, grit, and grace. So, let's dive in. Okay, and we are back with another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. Here today with me, I'm Kylie, and that's Trisha, and you are tuning in, and this is the fourth or fifth time we've tried this take. So, we're glad you're here with us, and we've got an exciting episode for you today. That's right. We're delving into a topic that forms the bedrock of impactful communication, the often underestimated skill of listening. Listening, Trisha. And we're so excited to have you listeners here with us because you're listening. Ah, you like what I did there? Ugh, mom joke. Real quick, before we jump in, don't forget to subscribe um, wherever you're listening. Hit that notifications button. Leave a five-star review and share the show. We appreciate you. Your yeah. feedback is invaluable. And in a world that often glorifies speaking and being heard, the art of active listening is a game changer. Yes. As Tony Robbins wisely said, people don't respond to what they hear or see. They respond to how they feel when they interact with you. And that's super true. A lot of times people aren't listening, but they definitely walk away with a feeling about how it went. I mean, I do this with my children, my husband all the time. I don't listen to a thing that they say, and I definitely walk away with some feelings about that interaction, 100%. <laughs> so one of the fundamental strategies um, that is consistently, one, one thing that you can do as I'm jumping ahead here in our plan of action is um, put a strategy together. And that strategy is consistently asking for understanding. So I do this a lot when I'm talking with clients and I'm walking them through the purchase process or we've just got our offer accepted. So I'm letting them know what's going to happen next. I finish my tirade of nonsense and then I say, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So when someone shares their thoughts or experiences, don't just nod, like actively seek that clarification. Summarize what they've said to ensure that you've grasped the essence of their message. So you might be telling me, you know, Trish, I want to live in Livonia. My kids go to school in Livonia. My daughter runs track at, you know, Stevenson High School and my son is in the marching band. And I'm going to say, so so what you're saying to me, Kylie, is that living in Livonia is very important to your family. Family. Does that sound right? Yeah, we need to live there. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't forget the impact of eye contact. This is one thing that I'm constantly implementing with my children. Um, I'm When I have something that I need them to know, or like even with Ryan or like with you, I won't talk to Trisha until she's got her eyeballs on me if it's something really important. You know, I tell my kids, I'm like, hey, Escuchen, look me in the eyes. I want to see your eyeballs so I know that you can hear me. Go clean your damn room. <laughs> it, it, it's a powerful sign of engagement and yes. respect. And some people like I, I have had to really work on this one. I will raise my hand on this one. Eye contact is difficult for me specifically because um, when I was born, I was cross-eyed. So after multiple eye surgeries, I ended up with one lazy eye. And 
as I was growing up, I wasn't always wearing my glasses. So it would get worse and worse. So people would be like, are you looking at me? Are you looking at me? So I just stopped looking at people altogether. But when I got into the business world, it was actually commented on by clients that I wasn't looking them in the eye when I was doing like a listing appointment with them and stuff. So it, it became a problem. So I really, and then I did some different personal development and I learned that people don't think you're as honest if you're not looking them in the eye when you're talking to them. Yeah, and Trish is pretty honest. I am. Sometimes brutally so. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but I really still continue to work on this skill because it's something that like I disregarded for a good portion of my life and now I have to be very intentional about it. Yeah, and body language is also super important. It's silent, but a very significant player in effective communication. So you want to make sure that you're checking your posture, you're you're leaning in. Like a lot of times when I'm on an appointment, usually a listing appointment, where I'm in someone else's space or I go to someone else's office, I'm trying to be very cognizant of not just listening to what they say. I'm watching their body language too mm-hmm. to see how engaged they are with what I'm saying. And so so for example, if I'm going through the market stats at a listing appointment and I can see that my clients lean back in their chair, they're not really paying attention. I'm like, you know what? I bypass that. I'm like, I'm going to leave these these here for you, for you guys to look at. Let's move on to the contractor. Let's move on to the home tour. Let's move on to something else. So not don't be just aware of, of your body language and how they might be looking at you, but also what what is what is the other person doing, you know? Absolutely. Uh, because that's one thing that um, we had we had a speaker come in and kind of teach us some different skills with this and one of the things he taught us was mirroring yes. so if I see my client is sitting in a chair and they have both of their hands on the arms I also will sit uh, in my chair with both of my hands on the arms because these are subconscious cues that your brains pick up on that say oh Kylie sits just like I do now I feel more comfortable to loosen up a little bit. Sometimes it even works to help them uncross their arms. So if they're sitting cross-armed, I may go like this and then I'll slowly open up and then they slowly open up. And they don't realize they're doing this. These are just techniques that you can utilize to mirror them and make them feel more comfortable like they know, like, and trust you, and then they will do the same. Yeah, and then the next one goes beyond physical presence, and this is the one that I struggle with the most. It is the expression on your face that matters. And so Trisha and I have had several discussions about the, you know, y'all know I don't have a filter. Um, The biggest filter I need is for my facial expressions because sometimes, even though I will bite my tongue, um, you will still see how I'm feeling (laughs) by looking at the expression on my face. Yeah, I often um, have to tell Angelina to fix her face. Because your face. She'll be saying nothing, but her face says everything. And I think, too, you know, and this could be wrong. I'm not a scientist and I'm not a doctor of theology or brain stuff. But I think as women, because we are a little bit more prone to be emotional, I think this is something that is probably especially hard for women when we are in those uncomfortable situations or we are interacting with someone who... It's not on the same side of the fence as we are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I cue myself a lot to smile, 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 because I get that, you know, 
that that resting face. Mm. <laughs> and I look I look straight up ang- angry like I'm going to stab somebody. <laughs> That's your Puerto Rican coming out. I'll cut you so bad you wish I don't cut you so bad. With my muchetti. <laughs> Realtors, are you so over spinning your wheels, spending more money than you're making? Sick and tired of buying leads that have already talked to six other agents? Then stop. MyStarsAcademy.com offers real estate training, coaching, and business scaling for agents and brokers. It's your turn to learn from experts in the real estate, mortgage, title, and home warranty fields. Their combined knowledge brings you over 80 years of experience, so you do not want to miss this opportunity that only MyStarsAcademy.com offers. This is your one-stop shop to learn from multiple experts in the industry in one space at your pace. These coaches have boots-on-the-ground experience and track records of success at all levels in the industry. Agents have been using this program for years to ensure they ramp up quickly, 10x their checks, and level up their real estate business. And brokers use this trusted system to train their agents, which saves them time and frees them up to do what they do best, make that money. The Agent Accelerator Program has training modules on everything you need to know from business setup and goal tracking to finding free leads and even how to leverage your social media to build a constant flow of clients. We teach you how to convert more leads, which convert to more closings and equals more money in your pocket. Plus, we offer a money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and tons of knowledge, tools, and resources to gain. So head over to MyStarsAcademy.com today so you can start making more money now. Oh, yeah. So much fun. Yes. So much fun. So you want to ensure that your facial expressions align with the emotion and the context of the conversation. So it's it's really about creating this harmonious connection of your body, like your chi needs to be in line. And that's when I notice I have the most productive conversations, whether I'm talking to my kid or I'm talking to my client or I'm talking to Trisha, when I am all lined up with my body language is good, I'm doing my mirroring, I'm smiling through the pain. That's when you have a really great conversation. Yeah, and let's talk about that. Let's dive into a thought-provoking question. Everybody (laughs) asks themselves, in your various interactions, do you find yourself talking more or less than the other person? Because this self-awareness is a cornerstone of effective communication, whether you're in a business meeting, conversing with your spouse, or connecting with friends. And I have to think about this often, too. I have to be intentional about it. I think that it really depends. Like I, because I'm very impulsive by just nature, it is something that I have to be cognizant of when I'm talking with someone not to hear them tell a story, for example, about XYZ happened at the supermarket and me not to immediately jump in with my own story of what happened at the supermarket. And so I try very hard to talk when it's my turn or for like, for example, when I'm at a listing appointment and we're talking about, you know, the house. So tell me, you know, tell me about your favorite things about the house. Tell me your time. Whatever question I'm asking, I have to be very, very patient and letting them completely finish what they're saying before I start talking. And if I'm going to be talking for a while, usually I prepare someone. Um, 
And because I have a lot of people in my family who are storytellers and they do not prepare you. Okay. <laughs> so when I'm at a listing appointment or a buyer's consult, I say, okay, um, thanks for sharing all of that with me. Now I'm going to walk you through X, Y, Z. And then that lets them know, okay, it's their turn to relax and listen. I'm going to do the talking. Yeah. And I would say like this same as what you're saying. I, this is a skill I've had to work on a lot. Um, and some two things that have helped me with being more of a listener than a talker because I'm I'm always excited about Trisha's always excited. I don't want to forget what I'm gonna say, right? So um one thing Andy actually taught me was just always having a, a pen and a piece of paper. So whenever you're sitting down with somebody, always have a pen and a piece of paper and let them know before the conversation even starts. Like, I'm gonna have this pen and piece of paper. If you see me writing, I'm just taking notes on something so that you know, I don't interrupt the conversation. And then one thing TJ taught me was like literally physically taking your hand and putting it over your mouth because I I had to start doing that to literally remind myself to just keep Shut my mouth up. shut. Yeah, until somebody's done. I just I just sit there and then after they're completely done and they've had a breath, then I go Okay, so it sounds like what you're saying is, and blah, then blah blah blah, 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 right? I love that. That's a good one. But building that on that a little bit is intuitively distinguishing between what someone is saying and what they are truly feeling. So people, you know, we often try to put on our best face and, and keep ourselves together. And, and I always go back to... Um, it makes me think of when you go to church, right? Um, or you go somewhere, if you're not a church or you go somewhere comfortable, right? Where where people are expecting positivity all the time, 24-7, 365, and you show up at church and everybody's like, hey, you know, God's morning to you. How are you? And you instinctively just want to say, oh, I'm great. Praise the Lord. When really... You've got Cheerios in your hair. You have yesterday's underwear on. You barely have a sock on. Your kids have corn in their hair, but you made it, you know, rather than saying, I had a really rough morning, but I'm really glad that I'm here. Thank you so much for asking. You know, you're just like, no, everything's great. Everything's fine. So really paying attention and watching, going back to that body language. It's really important for you to, you know, it's fine to hear someone say, yes, I'm fine. But what do they look like? What's their body language? What's the expression on their face? And I this is this is also um, something that I use with my children a lot. So like when when Kaya's upset because um, Casey got in her locker or whatever and took her yada yada, you know, and she's you know, she's saying and stupid Casey got my dig on locker again. And I'm like, I let her finish. I say, Okay, so what I'm hearing is that you're really upset that Casey got into your personal space. Because in the end, that's why we're upset. We're not upset that our sister got in her locker and took our thing, you know, at the at the crux of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You want to be able to see if you can pay attention to the point of being able to to read those silent cues and really just dig in and really understand what someone's dealing with. Yeah, like deep, it's deep, deep listening, right? Deep yeah. listening and that helps you to enable. Is that what that's called? That fancy? Deep listening. Fancy name for it, it enables you to navigate through these layers and really connect on a genuine level. So, you know, like you're using the example of your daughters, like they want to feel heard, not just be heard, right. but feel heard heard. Yes. And I get that a lot. Um, I shouldn't say a lot because I very seldom get complaint calls at the office. But if somebody calls to complain, they just want to feel heard. I just sit and I listen and I'm like, 
man, I I understand why you're upset. And I agree. Like, that's not something anybody wants to go through. And I'm really sorry that you had to go through that. And I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and blah, 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 blah. Right. And so that they feel heard. And they're always like, thank you so much. I'm sorry for interrupting your day. So they go from calling to complain to actually like apologizing for interrupting my day just because they feel like they were heard. And that's important. Absolutely. So Tony Robbins introduces the concept of building rapport by, like we talked about, mirroring the other person's communication style, their body language, matching their words, their tonality and their volume. And, you know, I am apparently really good at this because after we spend all day recording or planning or working together, I'll go home and Ryan will notice that the cadence of my words, the 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 pitch of my voice, my facial expressions, how I pronunciate my words, I'm turning into you. <laughs> we are becoming one. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Um, we actually, there's somebody in the office, and I'll let him remain nameless. I hear I hear him on the phones doing calls, and I'll be like, you you know that you're not that ethnicity, right? Or you're not that from that culture. <laughs> Because he just, he instantly, he hears it and he doesn't even realize that he does it, but he's trying to like just match that tonality because it makes people feel comfortable. And I actually teach this in STARS training too to the agents because I am a very loud, fast, aggressive talker. And when I'm on the phones, I really have to like take a breath before I get on the phone and like ground myself and be like, all right, we're going to slow down, we're going to quiet down, and we're going to go into our Trisha the Realtor voice. <laughs> Hi, it's so great to talk to you, Shelly. How is your day going? Right? Like totally different from my But you have to match that tonality, that cadence, that aggression. And then in the same sense, if I do get, say, an investor, right? They're like fast talkers, businessman, blah, 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 blah. I can't let him. Yeah, I can't let him run me over, right? I can't let him. I I have to be able to match him and be the authority on the phone. They called for a reason. So super important. I love that. All good things. So think about it. And what we were talking about, too, is like what we see in leaders, for example, mentors, um, friends. You know, it's the assurance that people understand us. And like all of these things we're talking about are going to culminate into a better understanding of whoever you're interacting with. You know, in this level of of connection, um, of being in tune and, and really reading people with what they're saying and what they're not saying, you know, it's achieved through genuine, empathetic listening. Yeah. And, you know, taking a moment to to genuinely appreciate and acknowledge the other person. um, Phrases like, you know, I just want to acknowledge and and thank you for your time. Like, you've just been absolutely amazing. I noticed at U of M when a lot of times when we have a speaker and we ask them a question, they immediately are like, thank you so much for asking that question. And I'm like, oh, I got to remember to do that. Because that's something like, I don't think to do, but it's such a nice way to start the conversation. 
conversation. So it's like never underestimate the power of just making a positive difference in people's lives. And like think about the mentors or friends who have impacted you the most. Chances are like they were exceptional listeners. They didn't just hear your words. They listened to the nuances and the unspoken sentiments. And that made all the difference. Absolutely. My very best, best friend, Amanda, is one of the best listeners on the whole bloody planet. Like, I just love the way that I can just unpack stuff with her and she just peels away the layers and really just makes me feel safe and feel heard. So shout out to Amanda Lang for being an amazing listener. But circling back to what you said, um, one thing I noticed when we were working with Dan Ungarden is whenever I would ask a question, he would say, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. I have implemented that and it is such a game changer. I mean, even even down to my kids. Kaya asked me, she goes, uh, is the clock ever at 1515? Just in the car. I'm like, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Let me teach you about military time, right? Oh, you know, so it's, you know, or when a, when a client asks me, okay, well, you know, what do, what do I need to bring to the closing table? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked that because we haven't gone over that yet. Ba 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 ba. You know, so steal that one from Dan. Yes. Shout out, Dan. Shout out to Dan. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was going to say, too, when you were talking about your friend, my friend Nicole, she also is so good at listening. Like, all I audio her. She lives in Arizona, so we're on different time frames, so we don't usually call each other. We we'll use the audio. audio clips. Yeah, and so I'll audio her, and she'll respond, and she'll go, so I know you said this, but your voice sounds like this. And I'm like, dang, you're so right. I'm actually totally faking. And your I friend know who you are don't be (laughs) fake crap so as you navigate the various spheres of your life whether you're dealing with clients co-workers kids remember that the real currency of influence and making people feel comfortable is being an incredible listener and it's all about creating a space where others feel heard and they feel safe and they feel valued and they feel understood yeah and as we wrap today's episode we'd like to leave you with a little challenge in your next conversation make a conscious effort to not just hear the words, but truly listen to them and use some of these techniques, um, under seeking, understanding, maintaining eye contact, um, letting your body language reflect your genuine listening and interest skills. Yeah. And thank you for joining us today on this journey of exploration. Um, again, don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Turn on the notifications because we drop fresh content every Thursday. And don't forget to share the show. We appreciate you so much. Yes. Thank you for joining us today on the Elite Life Podcast with Trish and Kylie. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend so we can keep delivering you more fantastic insights on grit, grace, and growth. Stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook, where we'll keep the ideas flowing to help you build a life you love and leave a legacy you can be proud of. Until next time. Oh, let's go. Welcome, Elite. Uh, elite. Elite. We're going to start over. Okay. <clears throat> Good morning, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Elite Life. Damn. Elite Life Podcast. Well, one more time. 
Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. I am Kylie, and we are pronunciating our words today. And this is Trisha. She also pronunciates her words. Pronounce. Pronunciates. Today we're delving into a topic <laughs> that, that forms, has nothing to do with that. It forms the bedrock of impactful communication, and it's often an underestimated skill of listening. It does include pronunciation, so we're excited to have you listeners here with us. Before we jump in, real quick, don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening. Leave us a five-star review, and don't forget to share the show. Yeah, that would be awesome. Show. Your feedback is invaluable. And I feel like we need to start over. <laughs> that was a good one. We were on a roll. I don't know. Okay, clap. <laughs>